right. Well, welcome back to part two of Gratitude Makes You Attractive. Um, so we left off with kind of talking about the brain and how the brain works and how we can cultivate this attitude of gratitude. And so the, the gratitude um, piece really comes from filling ourselves with a sense of awe and wonderment. And so, you know, what do we think about during all this time? Do we think about some of the good things and, and maybe look through life a little bit more with the child's eye, right? So how does, how do the kids in your life look at things, right? Everything is kind of new and exciting and, you know, a field of dandelions that sprouted is not, you know, the um, worst thing that can ever happen. They pick up that dandelion with all of the seeds on it and they blow and they make a wish, right? And so they're wishing on things that they want. And um, I saw a picture recently too of a little guy, you know, he couldn't play with his friends. Um, he couldn't go to the library to do story time. And it was this whole story, you know, about this little guy and how things had changed. And so in, instead what he did is he went out, um, he went out to the field and he read to his little baby calf, right? Because he wanted some companionship and something to do. So rather than stay stuck in the negative, he made a way to do something uh, kind of fun and connecting. So I just thought that was so cute. Um, and so what are we focusing on? Are we focusing on finding, you know, looking at the storm and all of the bad things that are going on? Or are we trying to see the rainbow at the end of the storm? Um, you know, there's, there is, um, always a silver lining and and we are promised right that 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 the uh, world will never be destroyed again that's the promise of the rainbow at least from a biblical um viewpoint and so there are things that we um you know might go through some really difficult times and that's the storm and that's the cloud but if we stay focused on kind of the rainbow at the end we'll find that we are in a much better place emotionally so we need to look for those blessings right um our grandson recently our first grandson um you know which talk about a blessing uh was born and he was born on saint patrick's day and of course you know me being in my field and what i do you know part of my specialty is is doing substance abuse treatment and i thought oh great you know this is just going to be a big opportunity to party and oh my gosh when he's you know old enough to drink he's going to overdo it i kind of went down this negative path and then I realized, you know, I said, stop, wait a minute, you know, what a blessing that he was born, St. Patrick's Day, right? The, the whole idea of the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And um, I, I thought, oh, that's so cool. Like he really is the pot of gold, you know, at the end of the rainbow for my daughter. She'd had kind of a difficult pregnancy. And, and, um, and so he really, he's become our nugget. You know, that's what we call him because he's a little nugget of gold <laughs> in our pot of rainbow. And so how you see things, is just so important, whether you can laugh or whether you can get yourself all worked up about things. And, you know, sometimes um, we have double the blessing and it, when we're looking at things. And so we, we want to share our gratitude with other people, right? Um, that, that we are grateful and that we share that and we share things we're grateful with, with other people. And part of the definition is that, you know, we are gr grateful for the things um, that we've been given and it's recognition of those things. And so it's speaking about what you're grateful for 
to other people, about other people, with other people, right? And so we can't just let the, that gratitude, we can't just hide it, right? We can't just kind of hide it under the bush and, and not let it shine through um, because that's really the power in, great, in being grateful is that we speak it. And not only does it improve your mental health, but it improves the other person's mental health. So remember when I said in relationship that gratitude, you know, builds that attractiveness, it builds the trust um, and it builds the good things. So, um, you know, my, my challenge to you is to really focus on the grateful things and not the weeds, right? Focus on the flowers and the weeds and speak those to other people. And so this whole deal with COVID, right? There's so much of it that we can't control and we can focus on that. We can, focus on, you know, the awfulness and and watch the news and hear all the tragedies on a daily basis. But that's not really doing our mental health and mental wellness any good. And it's not changing the situation, right? So if you think about it, all the things you worry about and that you stress about, right, that you're anxious about, um, a lot of them don't come to, to, to fruition. A lot of them don't happen, you know, and I've had people say, well, see, then, then it's all worth it. And I'm like, it wasn't your worrying that didn't make it not happen, right? It wasn't going to happen in the first place. So you spent your energy and your time on kind of the negative when really focusing on the positive is so much more helpful. And, you know, we do have a lot of things that are, that have changed in our world during COVID. And so, you know, we can't um, gather as frequently and as many people as we want. Um, we, things are being canceled and, you know, the things in the summer that kids usually do are being canceled. Things that we want to do in the summer are being canceled. Um, but, you know, I, I think about the fairs being canceled and how kids um, really look forward to that and, and adults, too. And it's kind of a showcase of the agricultural way of life, right? That, that it's the fair and the summer fair. And if those things don't happen, you know, that's awful. It's terrible. It's kind of what we want to start, you know, immediately thinking about. But we still can do things that... Um, that are impactful, meaningful, and show off our agricultural way of life just in a different way. And so um, think about the, our 4-H kids. We have a couple of kids, um, the ones that live next door that the, the par- parents farm. Um, and they have lots of 4-H projects, right? And so they, the other day they were over and they were, he was taking some pictures of the clouds and, and uh, doing a video um, because he could upload that, right, as part of a 4-H project. And it could be a virtual, it's a virtual sharing of things. Um, they have bunnies in the backyard. And, um, you know, it's kind of the process, right, of learning. That's what this is all about, is the process of learning how to care for animals or, you know, how to to, um, learn things, agricultural things. It's not so much the fair at the end, although that's a culmination and a great showcase. The important things are also along the way. And so we want to focus on the now and the present. And um, that's where gratitude really starts, is focusing on what we are grateful for right now. And, um, you know, that's why we call the present a gift, because the present is a gift, right? And the past is, is frozen in time. We can't do anything about it. We can get frustrated, you know, or upset, but we can't change the past. It's frozen in time. And the future is unknown, right? And, and we can be anxious about the future and what's going to happen. And, you know, the COVID thing is really heightened that, like what's going to happen and what's going to happen next. But we can't do anything about that, right? 
and we can't control that. But what we can control is the present. And that is what it is what it is a gift is the present and being able to focus on that. And what can we do to make it better right now? And so we have to learn when we're being grateful of what, what you can change and what you can't. And there's a serenity kind of like flow chart. So if we think about serenity as something, you know, we want serenity, we want peace, we want, um, you know, life to, to, to go well, basically for us that we have to do some things to make that happen. And there's a serenity flow chart. So it doesn't just fall out of the sky on us. We have to learn um, how to kind of be serene. And so we have to learn what we can control and what we can't. So if you have a problem, right, there's a problem, you have different choices you can do. You have to say, okay, is this really a problem? Um, it maybe. If the answer is maybe, then you ask for wisdom. Like, help me understand, is this a problem? Is this not a problem? So seek out wisdom. If you decide that, yes, it is a problem, right? Then, okay, can I change it? So what can I do about it? If the answer is no, I can't change it, then we have to accept it, right? And because there's nothing we can do about it. If the answer is yes, it's a problem and I can change it, then we can get into action, right? Look for courage, do the things we need to do and we can change it, right? So the serenity kind of flowchart really is identifying, is there a problem? And second step, can I change it? And the answer to that question is really important in terms of how you, um, how you deal with it. And so, you know, during COVID, we can't have... Um, there's some things that we can't change. And so, you know, weddings have been postponed and funerals if you've lost a loved one and has been really difficult. Um, and all kind of normal life being disrupted a little bit, um, our ability to, um, you know, our economy kind of is difficult. There's some things we just can't change, but we can make the most of what we have. Um, and so there's, you know, when you were, I think, in an agricultural way of life there's some things that you know being slowed down and learning how to um kind of connect with each other in new ways is really interesting and so maybe you, you can't have the big wedding but you can have you know maybe a smaller wedding on your farm place and, and the cows can be <laughs> a part of your guests right um or you you can do things you know like when visiting the nursing homes and being able to see your loved ones um you know that's been offense for a while and you might not be able to go in but you can come to the window and you can look and you can wave and you can make that a, um, you know, kind of a, a big uh, event for the person in there. And I had a, a, a friend who works in a nursing home saying that more of her residents have had visits than they've ever really had because people are making an effort, right? The intention to come and, and see them and, and look through the window and they realize, right, that, they're, that they had lost something. And so now they're working to gain it back, which is awesome, right? And you can even bring your animals to the window, right? So um, you can do all kinds of cool things uh, to help brighten some else's day and you know they will be grateful for that as well if you do that and so there is a way that you can rewire your brain to be happy and to to be more grateful and it's really pretty simple right and so you can rewire it uh, to be happy by simply recalling three things that you're grateful for every single day for 21 days 
Remember, it takes 21 days for things to become a habit. And so 21 is kind of a nice magical number, right? If you can do something for three weeks, it becomes more of a habit. And that's your basal ganglia at work, right? It wants more of it, especially because it's rewarding. So if you are being thinking about all the things you're grateful for, it becomes more of a habit and it becomes easier to do. And so my challenge for you is to retrain your brain by writing or speaking three things you're grateful for every single day. So you can write it in a journal, you can write it on a notepad, you can write it on the refrigerator lists, it doesn't matter. Or you can speak it. So maybe you're grateful for um, you know, your husband <laughs> changing the oil in your car, or you're grateful that um, your kids helped bring the groceries in, or you're grateful, you know, that you live um, where, you, where you do and that you have the ability to put your feet on the floor in the morning and wake up and that you have the gift of another day. And so you can speak those things as well, but it has to be written or spoken so that your brain recognizes it as a reward. And it's so cool when you do it with other people because then it is a habit that catches fire and other people will go like, wow, okay, that was good. Um, maybe they won't trust it at first, but the more that you do it, the more that um, it's going to spread throughout your family. And if you're feeling cooped up and you're kind of on each other's nerves during this time, this is a really good challenge to do because it will change the mindset and the whole mood in your family. And so, you know, sometimes though we do need extra help and maybe like being grateful or trying to change your thoughts or, you know, like you get stuck in this, you know, I can't control things and you become too down. Then you can reach out for help, right? And so counselors, clergy members, lots of people can help us when we're feeling down and help us remember some of those things that we can be grateful for. And so in Nebraska, right, asking for help is Nebraska strong. And we've got lots of resources. Um, one is the Rural Response Hotline. That's an excellent resource that we have that if you need, um, you know, help and support in lots of areas, it's available to you. So you can get access to attorneys, financial advisors, clergy, mediators, ag professionals, um, and professional counselors as well. And they even have no-cost vouchers for counseling services. And so that's like handing some money to somebody, right? And, and wouldn't you be grateful if somebody handed you some money? Um, and so that number, if you um, need to reach out, is one 800 464 0258. And I'll repeat that so you can jot that down. 1-800-464-0258. And the hours for that are Monday through Friday, 8 to 5. And that is local to Nebraska. Now, if you need, maybe um, you're, you're in a different state or you have loved ones in a different state, you're worried about them, there's also a uh, farm aid hotline, which is national. And it provides a lot of the same things um, that uh, the rural response does here in Nebraska. So resources, um, referrals, all kinds of things. Um, and that number is 1-800-FARM-AID. And so that one um, operates Monday through Friday, 9 to 5. 
But if you have trouble after five o'clock, right, crises don't always happen um, between the hours of uh, eight to five, there is a national suicide prevention lifeline. And that's, you know, for extreme crisis and things that are just not going well, and you're at the end of your rope, or you're worried about somebody else, you can call and get 24 hour support. And um, that number is 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. And if you, you know, are more of a texting person, they do have a text line and you, uh, you text the word GO, G-O, to 741-741. So you can text GO to 741-741 and get a crisis counselor on, um, on the text. So those are things that if you need to, to you know, reach out and get some help, this is where, um, these are some of the resources. And of course, there's local resources as well. Um, clergy are really good. Pastors, ministers, our um, spiritual community is really good for being a trusted place to go, um, as is doctors and, um, you know, physicians. They're also really good if that's a place where you need to start. And so I want to practice a little bit what I preach. And so gratitude is like a muscle, right? The more that you use it and flex it, the stronger it's going to get. So gratitude is like a brain muscle. So I'm going to do the challenge that I gave you, and that is to name three things that I'm grateful for. And so for today. So the first thing I'm grateful for uh, is coffee. <laughs> so every single morning I have to have my coffee and I look forward to it. I'm like, oh, I get to wake up and I get to go have some coffee. Um, and since COVID, I will tell you that uh, the coffee that I get to have throughout the day is excellent because I get to make it in my home <laughs> and I don't have to spend a lot of money on it, right? Like when I'm in town working. And so I'm so grateful just that, you know, for coffee and I think the people who grow it and, you know, get it to the grocery, all those things. What an what absolute treat coffee is for me. The other thing I'm grateful for is family. And um, I have realized in this slowdown time that I've not been spending enough time with my family because it's just been such a joy to be able to spend more time with them. And I realized that I have missed family dinners and I've missed, um, you know, some of the small things because I've been busy and they've all been busy um, in our lives. And so I'm so grateful, even during this time, and probably because of this time that we've been able to connect more as a family. Um, you know, we took a drive down to the lake. We live close to Harlan um, in South Central Nebraska. And we all took a, a drive down there and, you know, got a couple worms wet and, and had a lot of laughs and, and took a picnic and, uh we just hadn't done that in years. And I was so grateful that we all could do that. And of course, I'm grateful for my little grandson, right? That he is, uh, was born and that he's healthy. And um, during this COVID time that, you know, the doctors took good care of him and my daughter. And um, we all walked out of that hospital being healthy after he was born. And so the last thing that I want to say I'm grateful for today, and that is for all of you. Um, and I just all of the farmers and ranchers that make our food happen in this country, right? When I, when I saw the empty shelves in the grocery store and, and how much, you know, meat and eggs and all those things are costing now, just really realized that I've taken for granted all of the, the work that goes into that. And um, I just give thanks for the food that we have, the clothes that, that we have and the farmers and ranchers who make that all possible. And so 
I'm very grateful um, for all of you. And so I challenge you, make your list for today and make your list for tomorrow, right? And make your list for the next day. Do it for, for three weeks, 21 days, and you'll see that you'll have cultivated an attitude of gratitude and you'll be more attractive. <laughs> and so if you have any questions about any of this, um, you know, any concerns, anything that I can be helpful with, I am grateful that I get to do what I get to do with the people I get to do it with. And so reach out. Um, uh, I am on the UNK website and my email is chaucic1 at unk.edu. And so I just want to thank all of our sponsors um, for bringing us all of this stuff. And we are just so happy um, that we are all uh, able to come together even in this time uh, with the technology we have. So take care, everybody. And until next time, see you later.